Because prior to that matchup, right, the, their best player, John Morant, you know, he's oh made my. some statements in the past, different things, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. You know, he's good in the West, all this type of stuff. So, of course, on the basketball court, he has dealt with some drama, right? Yeah. But we are now in a different time and a different day where now what you do off the court will then affect what you do on the court. And this is just how it works, right? You are a professional playing in a professional league. Every single thing that you do outside of the, the basketball court, outside the arena is going to affect you as a player. That is how it works in pretty much every business, every corporation, every building, everything in life. You just got to be used to it. So there was a video that, that popped up online the other day where uh, Ja Morant did brandish a weapon. There was a weapon in the video of the firearm variety. Um, and the league saw that we saw that everyone saw that. And it's one of those situations where it's like social media, man, like y'all, y'all gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta be, y'all gotta chill out, man. Y'all yeah. gotta chill out because yeah. you know what your brand is. Yeah. You know who you are as a person, you know, you're worth over 200, whatever million dollars. And then you are still in the mindset that, you know what, let me get on social media and let me post something and just cause a ruckus. Bro, yeah. there is no reason to be doing that. Why are you posting that online? Yeah. Knowing fully well who you are, what you stand for, what, what, what your brand means to a lot of people, not even just Grizzlies fans, but there's like kids. There's all types of people who look yeah. up to these particular players, right? And we did see after that happened, the Memphis Grizzlies came out and they said, you know what, we're going to suspend Ja for two games. But that immediately then turned into Ja Morant out indefinitely as he soul searches and he's trying to figure out his healing process. And he released a an apology, you know, an apology came out where he's, you know. I don't even know if he wrote that because we don't even know that. We never know that these days. You know, these PR guys, they differ. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, I doubt it too. Um so, of course, all that stuff happened. And now um, it did come out that now the, the, the league, as well as the police department, mm. is now doing a further investigation. Because if it does come out that Ja did, in fact, have that firearm on the flight, in the arena, or wherever, that is an automatic 50-game suspension. Yeah. Automatically. Like, that is just what it is. Because... That's that's just the rule, right? Because you're putting a lot of people in danger. Because can you can you think about if he had that gun on a plane? Like, hello, isn't isn't that illegal? Like, really illegal? Like, bro, you cannot yeah. you cannot do that. So, of course, um, before we even just talk about how that could potentially affect the Nuggets, affect the West, um, what were you guys' thoughts on just like when when that came out, Jack? What did you what did you see? First, I thought he was holding a squirt gun, but um, besides that. I'm not, and squirt gun because that thing was probably like the size of my mic. Yeah, it was very, it was very like, small. Yeah, so I, I was very confused. Like I was like, oh, that's a real, real gun. Um, no, but in all seriousness, I mean, as, as, as I know, we were talking about bad takes, but I was listening to Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless on it, and I was mostly the Shannon Sharp point is what really I was taken in because it's just that that trying to be something you're not, I think, is the biggest thing that kind of led Jaw to this point because like he just 
with all the endorsements he's getting, with all the with all the praise he's getting, his growing. I mean, he won Most Valuable Player at such a young age, like almost improved a, or most improved. That's what mm-hmm. I meant. Um, uh, most improved, like at such a young age, like you just like he, his life is on the rise. Like, trending up he's has so much potential both off the court and on the court like everybody was rooting for him everybody loved him last year um but then like it just started to see like i mean we've seen this with you could i mean plenty of athletes but like Mm -hmm. it just started to get to his head and i think hopefully nothing too serious comes out of it for him because i would i would really hope this is just a learning experience of of humbling yourself and and you know taking knowing that you were put in a very difficult position, but the fact that, cause I don't want to see his life get ter- like thrown around, like, right. you know, thrown out just because of this one incident, especially because it was just, I would say it's something stupid rather than like, I mean, right. You could also say it's reckless, but like, I don't know I, to your point. Yeah. And I, I think even more, I mean, cause I think with the Denver law, it's it, you're illegal to carry a firearm or if you're drunk uh, or consuming alcohol, I should say. And so that's like the big, um, that's what they're really looking into with that. But then, you know, you know, it's just the immaturity. I know we talked about it with bones, but bones of course is not John Moran, but it's just more like a, just that immaturity. And in the social media age of guys being my age and, and having quarter of a billion dollars, mm-hmm. which I, I could only wish, but um, no, but, <laughs> but uh, like, it, it's just like, it's just because I, I mean, if I had all that money, I would have no idea what to do with it. And, and yeah. especially when everybody is all, like, looking at you, seeing everything you're doing with a microscope. So, you know, I, again, I wish all the best for him. I really hope that everything comes out good, but it's, it's going to be a major factor for both the personalities on his team as well, especially even with Dylan Brooks and all the kind of, the kind of snarking he's doing at guys like, or snapping, like he's just really kind of antagonizing a lot of teams. And then with jaw, with all his stuff, it's just, I don't know how toxic that, locker room is because i won't i won't speak for that you don't know what's going on behind closed doors but like it's just kind of piling up for them so you know it's 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 a really tough judgment but i'd like to i like to hear your guys' thoughts on it talk to us nelson where what do you yeah i mean i think it's um i think it's unfortunate because i really like the player um you know watching him he's an amazing talent and then um as a young man i'd like to see that he shows better judgment, obviously, um, being at shotgun Willie's at whatever hour, um, is not the, was it 3am? It was, it was right around that time. Yeah. I mean, what is he doing? Like they, they play basketball, don't they? And isn't that what they're supposed to be concentrating on? That's what a professional does. And even Steve Adams, Steven Adams said that like, we got to stop if we're going to, if we're going to look inward, we have to stop going out and doing this kind of stuff and concentrate yeah. on what we're supposed to concentrate mm-hmm. on. And that's basketball. That team. That's oh, what we're Steven supposed Adams. to do. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, is that if these players are silly enough not to think that the NBA isn't watching, yeah. they're crazy because this is a multi-billion um, billion dollar product. And if, you have a player or players that are doing things that are going to hurt their image, Mm -hmm. then they're going to come down on you. So they're not stupid. They know what you do. They follow you. They might even have people, you know, going out to shotgun Willie's 
to be in the place when you're there oh, yeah. to protect their interests. Yeah. So if you're not if you're not opening your eyes to that fact and you're not thinking about that clearly, then you're you're not in reality. You're not living in the reality of what a big business is going to do. So I know you're um, chomping at the bit, Jeremy, to talk about this, but I just, <laughs> from my perspective, I I don't have any deep-seated, like, um, bad thoughts for John ja Morant. I actually yeah. have the opposite. I want to see the kid be a productive um, basketball player on and off the court. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, and it's so funny, Nelson, that you brought up the fact that these players are being watched. You know who said that? in detail on an interview Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony yeah. exactly yeah. he yeah. talked about he talked about having a conversation with um, David Stern with David Stern you know and and him telling him like listen man we we see everything we watch everything we yeah. we know what you're doing we know what your friends are doing we know what this is you they know what's happening and and that was before it, social media that too. Was correct <laughs> correct like now it's easier so now yeah i mean because players are snitching on themselves now like, you don't even you don't even these these guys who are getting paid to follow players and these you know private investigators and stuff they're getting paid free money because at the mm. end of the day these players are telling on themselves <laughs> they're going online because they want to be seen yeah. by people so bad or they want to feel like hey man i'm down and all this type of stuff you go on the internet and then you pretty much tell everybody exactly what you're doing. That does not make sense. That's not how this, well, I mean, I'm not, you know, saying that you should be doing it any other way. Cause I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. promote that stuff, but it's like, yeah, yeah. come on, at least be smart. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, be, yeah. like, like don't do nothing like that and then not be smart. But you know, it's, it's just the way that the league is right now, but you kind of just have to, you got to be smarter as a player. You know, we talked about just John Morant in particular, but I mean, just all these guys, they got to be smarter with just their off-court decisions. You know, even um, like Plaxico Burris mentioned that even today where he was basically telling John Morant, like, dude, you want a perfect example of, of how that stuff can go wrong? Look at me. You know, like he got he, shot. Right. Like, didn't he shoot himself? Yes. Like, right. Like, so it's like <laughs> he was like, I am the perfect example of of. And then, of course, like his whole career, everything just it all changed right after that. So yeah. you've got to be very mindful at the stuff that you're doing off the court because it's going to affect a lot of stuff. And and now um, I know the, the the basketball side of things is kind of the secondary thing, but it's still a thing. Now, since John Morant has made this decision, and of course, we don't know what the findings of the investigation will be. We don't know if, if that will result in the 50-game suspension or if it'll be thrown out. We don't know that yet. But at the end of the day, there is some unsure situations right now because the Grizzlies play tonight and they're playing without jaw and they have to, I mean, I know they have like Tyus Jones and I know all these other guys are still there, but they're not scary right now. Like, like nobody's looking at the Grizzlies like, Oh man, I would hate to play. I would love to play against the Grizzlies in the playoffs without John Morant. Mm -hmm. I would love that, you mm -hmm. know, because it's like you're, you're taking yourself out of the equation when you are the team's best player. You cannot you cannot do that. So so now I guess my question before we get out of here is how do you guys see this kind of playing out just the, the, the landscape of the Western Conference? Because as of right now, the Grizzlies are still in second place, but they're only a half game up on the Sacramento Kings now because the Kings have been winning games. Right. And right now it's looking like the Kings could very well surpass them with within the next couple of days. So 
How do you guys see this kind of playing out and affecting the West? Nelson, talk to me. I think um, I think they are going to get passed by. Um, uh, didn't they have some long losing streak also on the road where mm-hmm. they lost eight in a row? Then they they finally beat um, Houston and right. they made some Everybody comments. Beats Houston, yeah. Everybody beats Houston. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I, my guess is that Philadelphia, or excuse me, Philadelphia, Phoenix actually ends up in the two seed i just think they are head and shoulders above um sacramento and memphis they're the biggest challenge to the nuggets oh yeah with their combination of booker and durant and uh all the other pieces they have so to me it'll be denver um without a doubt being the number one seed and then as we talked about could they be the best seed as far as the whole league is concerned Mm -hmm. Uh, and i think that's still a possibility and then um the other thing is uh, i think sacramento will be third and memphis will be fourth um those could be interchanged but i really believe phoenix will be two gotcha jack talk to us yeah i mean as nelson said it's it's a big deal i think that I think Memphis will slide a little bit. Of course, they'll probably stay in that three or four. But to, to Nelson's point, I, I think it's the Suns, although they are still four, I think it's their their second mm-hmm. place to lose at this point. Because, I mean, if the Suns are 10 games behind, like how are you how are you getting to the Nuggets when there's only, what, 17 games left? Right. Which I don't think, I don't think I've ever said that, which is <laughs> – it's still weird to say that how yeah. is anybody going to reach the Nuggets record. But – um yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. I, you know, he's he's their guy. I mean, even when we were talking about both Memphis games, it was all about well, if they just let him score, so we can lock everybody up. That's all that matters. Uh, well, that's not all that matters, but you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. like the fact that that puzzle puzzle piece is taken out, it it really is gonna it's gonna be a big deal for them because as we were talking about with their with their schedule strength earlier or previous podcast, like that that's a way different conversation when you take out John Moran for an indefinite period of time, let alone possibly the rest of the entire season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, you're really going to see a whole different Memphis team. I mean, I shouldn't say a whole different Memphis team, but you're going to see a different Memphis team and how they adapt to these games. But it, it's definitely going to be an uphill battle. And we don't know that that's going to happen, right? Yeah. So let's yeah. be, we, let's yeah, be, we don't. let's be careful about that. We don't know that he's going to be suspended for a period right. of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a potential thing that could yeah. happen, but we don't know that. It's Correct. just that label of it being indefinite right now. It has, right. Everybody, has everybody like, yeah. uh Oh, like when is it? So, but yeah, exa- exactly to your point. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I guess we'll, uh, we will see. And, and Nelson, you kind of touched on it um, because I just did want to ask just the question, um, Right now, because the Nuggets are currently, I want to say, half game behind the Milwaukee Bucks for the best record in the entire league. Mm-hmm. I just want to know, before we get out of here, do you guys see the Nuggets having the best record in the league going into the playoffs? Jack, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say no. I think I think they'll hold off at that second. Milwaukee has a, I shouldn't say easy, but I, I think with, their, with how they're playing, I, I think that their schedule – is a little bit more favorable than Denver's. I know they play Denver, which is going to be very interesting at the end of the month. Um, but, you know, I mean, they still got Boston and Philly and Memphis again. And so I, they do have their struggles, but I just think the way they're playing, I, it, it's hard to see them slow down from the from the heat that they caught. But I'm never I'm not going to say that it's the, it, it's just 
theirs to lose. I think it's, I mean, currently it is, but I think that it, it's really going to be, it could go down to April where we see, hey, Nuggets might, might still reclaim it. And they're playing tonight without Giannis and Drew Holiday. Now, they are playing the Orlando Magic, yeah. but if you think about it, this same Orlando Magic team that's not a gimme. is yeah. 3-0 and against the Boston Celtics. Right? Yeah, that's so, not a gimme. So they are, that is a team that they fight. I mean, of course, that the, the, the Jokic game winner, that was against the, the Magic. Like, the, that, those yeah. games are tough. So I think, right, I think they, they might take a loss tonight. They, they might could. because – I think I'm pretty sure the game is in Orlando as well. I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, it just, is. it seems like a, an environment with no Giannis, no Drew Holiday. They're going to be essentially led by Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez, who are not slouches at all. Like these are guys yeah. who can play. But or I think, I think this game becomes extremely competitive. And if Memphis loses <laughs> this game tonight, I, I believe, does Milwaukee have the, the tiebreaker over the Nuggets right now? Uh, or are they, yeah. They, they do. I believe they do. Yeah, they because they won. Yeah. Oh, that, that's the game where like everybody was sitting out. And that's then, right. That's okay. Right. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think tonight is a situation where Memphis could potentially take a loss. Um, but I think it will go down to the wire. Y'all. Nelson, what do you, what do you thought? Last take for me really quickly is I know the Nuggets have this tough, a five game road trip coming up, if I'm mm. not mistaken. Yeah. That'll be the telltale on what happens. Right. If oh. they can go three and two or, um, even four and one, then I think they have a shot. If yep. they end up going two and three, um, that could be the difference maker, I think, on right. whether or not they have a chance at the, the number one seed. Milwaukee with um, Giannis is, the, to me, just loaded. Top, I mean, top to, yeah. mm-hmm. top to bottom loaded as far as a team. I wouldn't be surprised either if they pull out a victory against Orlando because Orlando is not a great team. Right. But Orlando is an up-and-coming team, so I could see it go either way on tonight's game. Uh, obviously, like to see Orlando win. Uh, like to see the Nuggets be the number one seed overall in the playoffs. Because yeah. um, what a great uh, thing oh, yeah. if there's a game seven to have it at Ball Arena. So mm-hmm. that's what we want. Uh, we can throw it out to the universe <laughs> and hope that uh, it happens. But I think it's it's kind of iffy at this stage. I'd say I'd, I'd be like um, Jack and say, I think they'll be second. I think it'll be Milwaukee. Number one. 